Hi there, it's your girl Victoria with the daily Bible reading. Today I shall be reading from the book of 2 Samuel chapter 12 from the New International Version. The Lord sent Nathan to David. When he came to him, he said, There were two men in a certain town, one rich and the other poor. The rich man had a large number of sheep and cattle, but the poor man had nothing except one little ill lamp he had bought. He raised it, and it grew up with him and his children. It shared his fruit, drank from his cup, and even slept in his arms. It was like a daughter to him. Now, a traveler came to the rich man, but the rich man refrained from taking one of his own sheep or cattle to prepare a meal for the traveler who had come to him. Instead, he took the ill lamp that belonged to the poor man and prepared it for the one who had come to him. David burned with anger against the man and said to Nathan, As surely as the Lord lives, the man who did this must die. He must pay for that lamp four times over because he had such a thing and had no pity. Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you from the hand of Saul. I gave your master's house to you, and your master's wives into your arms. I gave you all Israel and Judah. And if all this had been too little, I would have given you even more. Why did you despise the word of the Lord by doing what is evil in his eyes? You struck down Uriah the Ethetite with a sword and took his wife to be your own. You killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now, therefore, the sword will never depart from your house because you despised me and took the wife of Uriah the Ethetite to be your own. This is what the Lord says. Out of your own household, I am going to bring calamity on you. Before your very eyes, I will take your wives and give them to one who is close to you, and they will sleep with your wives in broad daylight. You did it in secret, but I will do it this in broad daylight before all Israel. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan replied, The Lord has taken away your sin. You are not going to die. But because by doing this you have shown utter contempt for the Lord, the son born to you will die. After Nathan had gone home, the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife had born to David, and he became ill. David pleaded with God for the child. He fasted and spent the night lying in sackcloth on the ground. The elders of his household stood beside him to get him up from the ground, but he refused and he would not eat any food with them. On the seventh day, the child died. David's attendants were afraid to tell him that the child was dead, for they thought while the child was still living, he wouldn't listen to us when we spoke to him. How can we now tell him the child is dead? He may do something desperate. David noticed that his attendants were whispering among themselves, and he realized the child was dead. Is the child dead? 
he asked. Yes, they replied, he is dead. Then David got up from the ground. After he had washed, he put on lotions and changed his clothes. He went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he went to his own house, and at his request they served him food, and he ate. His attendants asked him, Why are you acting this way? While the child was alive, you fasted and wept. But now that the child is dead, you get up and eat. He answered, While the child was still alive, I fasted and wept. I thought, Who knows? The Lord may be gracious to me and let the child live. But now that he is dead, why should I go on fasting? Can I bring him back? I will go to him, but he will not return to me. Then David comforted his wife, Bathsheba, and he went to her and made love to her. She gave birth to a son, and they named him Solomon. The Lord loved him, and because the Lord loved him, he sent word through Nathan, the prophet, to him, Jedidah. Meanwhile, Joab fought against Rabbah of the Ammonites and captured the royal citadel. Joab then sent messengers to David, saying, I have fought against Rabbah and taken its water supply. Now, muster the rest of the troops and besiege the city and capture it. Otherwise, I will take the city and it will be named after me. So David mustered the entire army and went to Rabbah and attacked and captured it. David took the crown from the king's head and it was placed on his own head. It weighed a talent of gold and it was set with precious stones. David took a great quantity of plunder from the city and brought out the people who were there, consigning them to labor with saws and with iron picks and axes. He made them work at brick making. David did this to all the Ammonites' towns. Then he and his entire army returned to Jerusalem. This is the end of the reading for today. May the Lord bless his word and may he lay a word in your heart today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi there, it's your girl Victoria with the daily Bible reading. Today I shall be reading from the book of 2 Samuel chapter 13 from the New International Version. In the course of time, Amnon, son of David, fell in love with Tamar, the beautiful sister of Absalom, son of David. Amnon became so obsessed with his sister Tamar that he made himself ill. She was a virgin and it seemed impossible for him to do anything to her. Now Amnon had an advisor named Jonadab, son of Shimei, David's brother. Jonathan was a very shrewd man. He had asked Amnon, Why do you, the king's son, look so haggard morning after morning? Won't you tell me? Amnon said to him, I'm in love with Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Go to bed and pretend to be healed, Jonadab said. When your father comes to see you, say to him, I will love my sister Tamar to come and give me something to eat. 
Let her prepare the food in my sight so I may watch her and then eat it from her hand. So Amnon lay down and pretended to be healed. When the king came to see him, Amnon said to him, I would like my sister Tamar to come and make some special bread in my sight so I may eat from her hand. David sent word to Tamar at the palace. Go to the house of your brother Amnon and prepare some food for him. So Tamar went to the house of her brother Amnon, who was lying down. She took some dough, kneaded it, made the bread in his sight, and baked it. Then she took the pan and served him the bread, but he refused to eat. Send everyone out of here, Amnon said. So everyone left him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, Bring the food here into my bedroom so I may eat from your hand. And Tamar took the bread she had prepared and brought it into her brother Amnon in his bedroom. But when she took it to him to eat, he grabbed her and said, Come to bed with me, my sister. No, my brother, she said to him, Don't force me. Such a thing should not be done in Israel. Don't do this wicked thing. What about me? Where could I get rid of my disgrace? And what about you? You will be like one of the wicked fools in Israel. Please speak to the king. It will not keep me from being married to you. But he refused to listen to her. And since he was stronger than she, he raped her. And Ammon hated her with intense hatred. In fact, he hated her more than he had loved her. Hamnon said to her, Get up and get out. No, she said to him. Sending me away would be a greater wrong than you, what you have already done to me. But he refused to listen. He called his personal servant and said, Get this woman out of my sight and bolt the door after her. So his servant put her out and bolted the door after her. She was wearing an honored robe for this was the kind of garment the virgin daughters of the king wore. Tamar put ashes on her head and tore the honored robe she was wearing. She put her hands on her head and went away, weeping out loud as she went. Her brother Absalom said to her, Has that Amnon, your brother, been with you? Be quiet for now, my sister. He is your brother. Don't take this thing to heart. And Tamar lived in her brother Absalom's house, a desolate woman. When King David heard all this, he was furious, and Absalom never said a word to Amnon, either good or bad. He hated Amnon because he had disgraced his sister, Tamar. Two years later, when Absalom's shearers were at Belhazor, near the border of Ephraim, he invited all the king's sons to come here. Absalom went to the king and said, Your servant has had three shearers come. Will the king and his attendants please join me? No, my son, the king replied. All of us should not go. We would not be only burden to you. Although Absalom hodged him and he still refused to go, but gave him his blessing. Then Absalom said, If not, please let my brother Amnon come with us. The king asked him, Why should he go with you? But Absalom hodged him. So he sent with him Amnon and the rest of the king's sons. Absalom ordered his men, Listen, 
When Amnon is in high spirits from drinking wine, and I say to you, strike Amnon down, then kill him. Don't be afraid. Haven't I given you this order? Be strong and brave. So Amnon's men did to Amnon what Absalom had ordered. Then all the king's son got up, mounted their moles and fled. While they were on their way, the report came to David. Absalom has struck down all the king's sons. Not one of them is left. The king stood up, tore his clothes and lay down on the ground. And all his attendants stood by him with their clothes torn. But Jonathan, son of Shemeth, David's brother, said, My lord, should not think that they killed all the princes. Only Amnon is dead. This has been Absalom's express intention ever since the day Amnon raped his sister, Tamar. My lord, the king should not be concerned about the report that all the king's sons are dead. Only Amnon is dead. Meanwhile, Absalom had fled. Now, the man standing watch looked at and saw many people on the road west of him, coming down the side of the hill. The watchman went and told the king, I saw men in the direction of Haronian on the hill side. Junabab said to the king, See, the king's sons have come. It has happened just as your servant said. As he finished speaking, the king's sons came in, wailing loudly. The king too and all his servants wept very bitterly. Absalom fled and went to Talma, son of Amihodo the king of Geshur, but King David mourned many days for his son. After Absalom fled and went to Geshur, he stayed there three years, and King David longed to Absalom, for he was consoled concerning Amnon's death. This is the end of the reading for today. May the Lord bless his word, and may he lay a word in your heart today. In Jesus' name, amen.